Hey friends, welcome to the middle of the week and today's episode of Enough for Today. We're in Psalm 55 and David's in trouble. He's hiding in the southern desert of Israel. He has been betrayed to Saul um, and preserved twice by the Ziphites, relatives and friends, basically, in the tribe of Judah that should have stood by him, but they didn't. They sided with Saul. Interestingly, though, um, Jonathan, Saul's son, visited David during this time and encouraged him and strengthened him. And so God knew where David was. God knew who to use and how to send encouragement to David. And we, we get a glimpse of this in the middle of the psalm. Now, this psalm has kind of a hinge, okay? Verses 1 through 3 is David laying out his trouble before God and casting himself totally at the mercy and in the hands and protection and care of God. We talked about that yesterday, okay? So then we come today to verse 4, where David says, and I got I scrolled down a little too far here. He says, behold, now there's a break. They've, uh, the strangers are risen up against me, verse 3, oppressors seek my soul. They've not set God before them. Selah, break, okay? Verse 4, behold, God is mine helper. The Lord is with them that uphold my soul. Now, there's a lot in these this, this little verse, okay? First of all, behold. Behold is a, a wonderful word. It's take your eyes off what you were looking at. Take your mind off what it was thinking about and look at something else. Behold. Um, and I want you to see this. Behold God. Okay. Um, behold God. So this is wonderful. And, and I just want to give you a simple illustration. I was uh, driving with Dana years ago. We were in Southern California. I was... Um, on, I think I was on um, Topanga Avenue coming into um, the northern part of the inland of the valley uh, near Simi Valley. I was coming up to the freeway to head home up to the high desert. And we were at a red light. There's a, there's a 7-Eleven on the corner and we're waiting and I'm behind a truck. So as the light turns green, the truck begins to proceed into the intersection. I begin to proceed in the intersection. And my wife says, oh, look, and she points to the left. Well, I very quickly turn to the left. And I mean, just in a split second, the minute my eyes left that truck, the truck stopped. Traffic in front of the truck stopped, which I couldn't see. Okay. This was a big, like a pickup truck or, or a, a truck with a big trailer hitch on it. Anyway, I turned just for a second we weren't going very fast but when i turned back around when i turned back that truck boom i mean i hit that truck and and uh, came to an abrupt stop and i looked at her <laughs> and she looked at me and was like oh i'm so sorry she knew she distracted me and i pulled over the guy in front of me pulled over we pulled into the 7-eleven parking lot and i got out of my truck and he got out of his and i said man i am so sorry um, and, and he was real cordial and we, I thought that I had damaged his truck and, and mine too. And I walked to the, to the middle of those two vehicles and wouldn't you believe that my license plate and his trailer hitch were exactly on the same plane 
And so the frontmost part of my vehicle was that license plate, and it hit his trailer hitch. And nothing on his truck or mine was damaged except my license plate. <laughs> and it looked like a mangled pretzel. But everything else was fine. And I looked at that, and I looked at his truck, and he looked at it, and we looked at each other and smiled and laughed. And I said, man, we kind of lucked out. And he goes, we sure did. And he said, have a nice day. And I said, you too. Thanks for your patience. And we, you know, resumed our journey. But that moment of, hey, look, it distracted me. Now, that's a negative illustration. But in this case, it's a positive experience. David is thinking about his oppressors and his betrayal and his, and his vulnerability. But he's talking to God. And God, it's almost as if the Spirit of God reached down and grabbed David's chin and lifted him up. And he said, behold, behold God, behold God. My friend, would you just let that sink in for a moment? Behold God. When you're looking at your trouble, the reason you go to God, the reason you pray, the reason you lift up all that trouble, written out, explained out, thought through, and put it in God's hands is what are you doing? You're taking your eyes off the problem. You're putting your eyes onto God. And when you see God, what do you see? You see a helper. Behold, God is mine helper. Now, I think uh, because we know that Jonathan visited him, and he's going to say this in the next phrase, the Lord is with them that uphold my soul. God sent somebody to David in this moment, Jonathan, and God knew how to meet David's needs, how to care for David. God knew how to minister to his heart, encourage him. And David really had this experience of, wow, God showed up in a, in a person, in a sense. His person showed up as his messenger to me, like an angel, okay, but in a person, um, and ministered to me and helped me, which reminds me and shows me that God is my helper. When God called our family to Connecticut to church revitalization, I was really scared. Um, I was glad to obey, but I was scared. I didn't think I had the abilities to do what God was calling me to do. In fact, I knew I didn't. Uh, so in that part of this, I, I was all too familiar with my insufficiency. And it kind of put me mentally in that space of verses one through three of just, God, I need your help. I need your help. I need your help. And then when I got to Emmanuel and began to meet people and hear their stories and understand their hearts, God had uniquely assembled a wonderful church family, small church family, but a wonderful church family, ready, visionary full of faith to advance the gospel. And he's never stopped adding to that wonderful family of people over 10 years. And he just knows. Now, David had some alone time. David had some loneliness. David had some down and dark seasons. But he knows who to send. He knows how to send them. He knows when to send them. I have a friend named Mike. He might be watching this today. But he would just call me out of the blue and say, hey, let's go to lunch. His office was about a mile from the church, and he would drive in. I'd jump up in his truck, and we'd go get a sandwich. Mike is one of our deacons today. We'd had so much fun in those early days, but he would never fails. The day he called me, the hour he called me, it would be at a low point. And uh, it was hard to miss the low points in the early days. But Mike said, you know, I just knew you were alone, and I just began to worry about you. And I just took that as a prompt from God to call you. And say, let's go to lunch. So I understand what it means to be down, plowing through my problems, for God to lift my chin and say, behold, God is my helper. And then for God to send a Barnabas kind of figure, a Jonathan kind of figure into my life 
And I know the sense, and probably you do too, the Lord is with them that uphold my soul. The last thing I want to bring out of this is none of us are an island. None of us are self-made. None of us can go this alone. The Christian journey was designed to be done in community. And he's designed for you to receive help from others and others to receive help from you. Just as he sent Barnabas to Saul, and Barnabas throughout the New Testament was an encourager, son of consolation, son of comfort. So I have longed in my life and in my journey, whether it's a call, whether it's my personality, whether it's just a burden and a desire God's given me, I, I want to be better at it, but I've longed to be a Barnabas. I've longed to be an encourager. It's one of the reasons I do enough for today. And so many of you that I don't know, I'm just trying to encourage, just trying to breathe life into your soul through the word of God. But God is with them that uphold David's soul. That's what he's saying. They brought God to him in a sense. He experienced God through them, with them, in them. And I long for that to happen through my influence. And I hope that you long for that to happen in your influence too. Not only can you thank God for those he sends to you, but turn around and be that to somebody today. Be a be the arms, the voice, the face, the smile, the warmth, the love of God to somebody today. Hey, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.